Yo, what up everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. Chris from Bad Wolves. It's Joe from Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess here. And I'm... This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. Yo, yo, yo. Igor Cavalera here. Hey, this is Charlie Lanthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedalton Metal Radio, the podcast. The podcast to get all your rock and metal news plus reviews. With new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers. Keep it metal. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is officially the start of season two of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I don't really know why I'm calling, you know, giving them seasons. But, uh, you know, why not? You know, you do a whole entire year. That's season one. We update the intro. That's season two. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm the uh, loudest guy in the room. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I'm your host, your ghost host with the most. That's right. It's Eddie Monster. Here and ready to host uh, another great season. And I hope for season two, we have some great, great things coming up. I'm lining something up right now that's going to be pretty, pretty special. I'm um, hoping to get more more guest interviews. I'm, and I have a special, special event planned um, that I'll definitely keep you guys posted when it comes to that. Uh, but it's in its infancy right now. So... Trying not to give away too many details. Don't want to keep get your hopes up that something great is going to happen and it doesn't happen. So, you know, I'll keep you guys posted on that. Nonetheless, we've got a great show for you guys today. I know this episode is coming a day late, but hey, better late than never is what I always say. Um, I don't know why I feel the intention to rhyme there, uh, but it's cool. It's cool. Got a great episode. Got the unsigned band of the week. We got the bands you should know artists. We got all the rock and metal news that'll sweeten your heart and much, much more. So let's just get into it. We're going to start the show. And you know how we always start the show? We start the show with the social media side of things. That's right. To get a hold of us, <clears throat> if you're in a band and you're signed or unsigned, it doesn't matter. You're signed or unsigned, I've got a space for you. Email me at pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com again pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com that is the place to go you can send me links to your music i'll check it out and hopefully you get on the show most likely you'll get on the show but nonetheless i'll definitely check out your music uh follow us on facebook here's the social media things follow us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash eddie's pedal to the metal radio show again facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. I tend to post some links as soon as the summertime comes around because we've got a huge competition going. That'll be the page to be on to stay in tune with everything that's going on. Uh, but nonetheless, nonetheless, that is a good page. Anyways, go to Twitter at twitter.com forward slash EddieMonster82. Give me a follow. I'm trying to work on my Twitter game, and I just look at Twitter like, you know, I, I love reading people's posts, but I look at Twitter, and I'm just like, I don't really have the energy to try to be funny. Uh, but nonetheless, 
You can follow me there. Uh, go to Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. That is the page that I'm constantly on. So I got my Instagram's games going pretty well. Um, a lot of fun. Always posting something, whether it's an anniversary of an album, uh, an artist's birthday that's really cool, or, or something else, anything. It'll be on that page for sure. Uh, sponsors, if you're out there, also email me at pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com. Let's get something set up. Uh, and last but certainly not least, my favorite link of the of them all. That's right, the one to rule them all. It is pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. Pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. That is the place to go when you want to listen to new or other archived episodes. All 47 episodes are up there, plus all the episodes of Monster House Records Club, so on and so forth. They are all there. And if there is a link, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, wherever it may be, if there's a link to listen to the show, it is in there. So that is the place to go. All right. Now it is time to start the show. And this past weekend... There was an incredible live stream. We had announced it on the show. Well, Phil and Salmo announced it on the show. Uh, Phil and Salmo and the Illegals, or I should say Philip H. and Salmo and the Illegals, had a live stream. It was the vulgar display of Pantera live stream. And it's not a live stream without problems, but technically they had some huge problems in the beginning. The uh, show started and they were doing Suicide Note Part 1, and we basically lost half the song because the audio wasn't on, and then in the beginning, the audio was kind of coming in and out. It was just acting weird. So despite the technical issues that were kind of plaguing the show in the beginning, it was actually an excellent, excellent show. Phil and the group were doing well. Now, there were some songs that I were like, okay, you know, some were better than others, but nobody in the world and I'm going to say this right now nobody in the world is Dimebag Daryl nobody that dude was one of a kind you don't get people like him a lot of times and that's why you've got to treasure guitar players like him because they don't come around very often and if there is a guitar player I guarantee there probably is a guitar player out there that is probably I won't say maybe as great, but he's an equivalent. He just doesn't get noticed. <clears throat> I mean, isn't that usually what happens in this game? There's so many people that want to be rock stars. <clears throat> There's so many guitar players out there. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, nobody is dying back, Daryl. But these guys did a pretty stand-up job. One of my favorite, favorite moments of the whole show. There's two. I'll describe one. One was the... The fact that it was the first time that Philip H. and Salmo and his uh, and the Illegals had performed this certain Pantera song. Now they had done a vulgar display of Pantera before. I think they actually toured on that. If I'm, if memory serves me correct, I believe they toured on that for a little bit um, with Slayer and Primus. But they had admitted, Phil had admitted in the show that they had never played this song live. And the fact that it was him and Dimes' favorite song on the Great Southern Trend Kill, and that was War Nerve. 
And man, let me tell you something. That was a amazing, amazing performance of War Nerve that I'd ever heard or seen. And uh, I was like, wow. You know, they really brought it on that. And you got to give the band credit. They, dude, it was just as heavy as the fucking record. It was unbelievable. It was one of my favorite moments. And it was like, oh, man, this is awesome. You know, we're getting an exclusive. This is the first time ever that Philip H. and Salmo and the Illegals are playing this track. And they fucking killed it. So kudos to them. Now, my other favorite moment in the whole show came, I believe, during the encore. If memory serves me correct, it was during the encore. And they brought this kid out named Roman. Now, I believe Roman, I'm not positive. I don't know what Roman Roman has, but I believe he has cerebral palsy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He could have something else. I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose people. Uh, but they brought him on stage, and they did the song Walk With Him, which I thought was just awesome. It was so stand-up. I couldn't believe it. I was envious of that kid. I would have loved to have been on stage and performed Walk With Phil, but... I was like, good for that kid. And he knew the lyrics. That's what was incredible. He was a little kid and he knew the lyrics to walk. I was like, man, that kid rules. You know, all hail Roman. That's all I could think. Uh, But yeah, that was such a great, great moment in that show. That just shows you what kind of heart Philip H. and Selmo has. Now, I met Phil and I remember... I met him at Rock and Shock, which is this horror convention that used to happen in Worcester, Massachusetts. And I remember hearing from people um, that I had said, oh, man, I'm going to go to Rock and Shock and I'm going to meet Phil because, uh, you know, Phil's an icon. He was one of my idols. Um, and I remember people just being like, oh, you know what? Be careful because Phil, I heard, can be a little hard to handle. Um you know, this and that. And when I met him, he was the biggest sweetheart I ever met in my life. That dude is a stand-up dude. Just just no bones about it. Phil is such a great guy. He made me feel comfortable meeting him. I was so nervous. You know, I'm meeting this guy that I idolized for so long. And I know they say, don't meet your idols. But Phil and Salmo is the opposite of that. That is a dude you meet. Because he's just absolutely incredible. So much, so much knowledge. Um, and just such an incredible resume of things he's done. You know, with Down, uh, Super Joint Ritual, which then became Super Joint, uh, Arson Anthem, Scour, <clears throat> the whole nine. The guy is just absolutely amazing. He's an icon. And I knew from that moment that I met him at Rock and Shock, I said, man, that dude is awesome. He just made my life. He made my life complete. I knew that right from that moment. And then when I saw that moment during the live stream of Vulgar Display of Pantera, I was like, see, that's what I told you. Phil is a stand-up guy. And that was an absolutely incredible, incredible moment, which made the whole live stream just that much more amazing. Um, Besides the fact that these guys were playing some killer, killer tracks... Now, looking at the playlist, it was surprisingly, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't say that. I mean, I know it's called a vulgar display of Pantera, so obviously, right, 
you're going to hear a lot of tracks from Vulgar. I mean, you got a new level, Mouth for War, uh, fucking Hostile, This Love, um, you know, obviously Walk. But the one thing that I was super surprised about was you only got one track from uh, from Cowboys from Hell, and that was basically the breakdown of Domination, and they went right into Hollow. So I was very surprised, but a lot of it, there was a lot of, you know, reinventing the steel, you know, a couple Great Southern Trend Kill tracks, uh, some Far Beyond Driven thrown in there. Uh, but, you know, overall, it was a great set. And the one thing that I liked was I believe Phil was must have been told, you know, during the break that, hey, you know, Suicide Note Part 1, there was no sound in the beginning because the band came out during the encore and they re-performed Suicide Note Part 1. I thought that was very, very cool. And I appreciated that a lot from Phil. Uh, because that's such an amazing track. I love that fucking song. That's probably one of my favorites on that whole entire album. But it was a great set. And if you guys missed it, you missed one hell of a, of a live stream. And I'm, you know, very surprised that a lot of artists haven't done this. I mean, I know we've got the corn one coming up pretty soon that I'm going to be tuning into. Uh, but this by far was definitely one of my most favorite live streams I think that I've watched um, out of everybody. And I've seen, you know, live streams from various bands uh, like Suicide Silence, you know, so on and so forth. But this was definitely one of my favorites. So if you haven't checked it out, you missed out. It's like this podcast is being released on the 12th and you have until I believe midnight to watch this pod uh to watch this live stream so if you haven't please go and do it you're missing out on a great great show um so with that being said i also want to uh congratulate ozzy motherfucking osborne for being inducted into the wwe hall of fame now i know it was kind of one of those last minute things they didn't really build it up and ozzy's a guy that you build up i don't give a shit who you are but the wwe uh, inducted him into the celebrity wing of their Hall of Fame. And and for those of you guys that don't know, Ozzy uh, was a part of the WWE, actually when it was the WWF, and it was in their infant stage of the WrestleManias because uh, he appeared in the corner of the British Bulldogs during WrestleMania II, uh, which is pretty cool. And I know he performed live on an episode of SmackDown. I believe that was in 2008. And I know he also hosted... An episode of Raw, which was in 2009. So, no surprise there. Ozzy being inducted into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame, which was pretty cool. So, congratulations, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, So, now it's time to get into a segment that I love so much. And that is the Unsigned Band of the Week. And this one's a special one because I got this one off of Instagrams, right? So, there's another thing about Instagrams that you guys can do. Is that if you're in a band and you're unsigned or even signed, contact me through Instagram. Let's get it done. Instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. That's how you get there. And the band I'm talking about is called Yersin. They contacted me through Instagram. They are a three-piece black and grind metal band that come from north of England. But I love them. 
listening to the music, absolutely badass. They take influence from bands like Napalm Death, naturally, and other bands like Pantera and so many more, but they're so badass. The track I have for you is melodic. It's heavy. It's in your face. It grinds your face down to the bone. I'm telling you, wait till you listen to these guys. That's why I'm proud and happy to have them on the show. And I'm starting to think that maybe England... People did invent metal, and metal is their thing. They do a lot better of a job than we do sometimes. Uh, but nonetheless, the track we're checking out is actually the title track to the band's latest EP. That's right, I'm talking about the song Guilt. But listen, if you want to follow the band, you can do so by going to Instagram.com forward slash band. That is Y-E-R-S-I-N and then band. I hope you know how to spell band. And you can also, you know, visit these guys on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash your sin official. And last but certainly not least, you can also visit them on Bandcamp. And that is the place that you should all go to support every band because bands need the support more than ever. That's right. Go to www.yoursinofficial.bandcamp.com. Support independent music. Support unsigned bands. Just support bands in general. Because 2020 was tough and a killer year for a lot of bands. And 2021 is looking almost like that as well. But hopefully we're coming out of this headstrong and everything. But nonetheless, let's check it out. This is the track Guilt, and it's right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.
is time for Rock and Metal News, presented by Eddie Monster. Alright, it is time for this week's edition of Rock and Metal News, that's right. And we have something special because Fear Factory have finally announced the title of the new album, which is the last with Burton C. Bell, but before I do that, here is Dino via his Twitter account to announce it himself. Hey everybody, I am Dino Cazares of Fear Factory. And on April 16th, we will be releasing our new single, Disruptor. It's a big deal because it's the first time we have released any new music in five years. Yeah, five years. To pre-order the new album, Aggression Continuum, on April 16th, go to fearfactory.com. I hope you guys liked the new single. And I can't wait to see you all back on the road. All right, so there you go. Uh, we still don't know who the vocalist is for the band, but I'm pretty sure soon enough we're going to find out anyways. Uh, but anyways, in any other news, Black Veil Brides have announced that their new album, The Phantom Tomorrow, is going to be released on June 4th, which is their first since 2018's Veil and their first album without bassist Ashley Purdy. The band is currently streaming their first single, Field of Bones, as we speak. And I'm pretty sure if we do another edition of Monster House Records Club, the Singles Club, that will definitely be on there. So stay tuned for that. Uh, 36 Crazy Fists are supposedly recording a brand new album without their founding vocalist, Brock Lindau. It was thought that the band was done with the original. Well, excuse me. It was thought that the band was done. Right? That they were over... And it was all because of a tweet that guitarist Stephen Holt had sent out there calling somebody a liar, a thief, this and that, and you know, so on and so forth. Uh, but apparently, he's got another message for fans out there, and it's saying something otherwise. And he says, dude, I hate to be that guy, but I've got a massive amount of music written this winter. Certain parties may not be involved. It is what it is. There will be... 36 music from our camp this year guaranteed which includes myself cobra and bear the only thing is is nobody knows is it going to be the 36 crazy fists or is it going to be something else i'm kind of over bands finding new vocalists if i'm going to be 100 percent honest but i am willing to give it a listen as always uh legendary guitar player jason becker who we know have been has been living with als for a long time uh, was recently hospitalized, but never fear because according to his sister-in-law, Amy, he's being taken care of and treated for a bacterial infection. Here's what she said. She goes, I just spoke with Pat. She has spent the last two nights at the hospital with Jason. Saran is with him now. Jason is still in the hospital recovering with IV fluids and antibiotics. Um, but according to her, he really likes his doctor and he should be home in a few days. Uh, you guys can check out Herman Lee. Now, if you don't know who Her Herman Lee is, he's the guitar player from Dragon Force. Not a band that I'm crazy about. I get, you know, they're crazy technical musicians, but not my style. Uh, but nonetheless, Herman has been doing some great work. He's been running a fundraiser on his Twitch page, which you should definitely check out because he's got some amazing, amazing guests and he's been doing it since March, and I believe he's doing it through April. Uh, so if you get a chance, visit him on Twitch and check out all the amazing guitar players 
and so on and so forth that he has on his show. Um, and the other piece of news, this is kind of bizarre and disgusting at the same time. Uh, but former Sabaton guitar player Ricard Sundin has been convicted of molesting an eight-year-old girl and as well as having child pornography possession. Uh, he recently went to court in Sweden where he was accused by an eight-year-old girl. And apparently what happened was he went into her room, got under a cover, started feeling her up. Then he claims in his defense that it was his daughter that was doing it because apparently his daughter, when she's sleeping, just touches herself all the time and does those kind of things. I don't know. That's that's all I know about this case. But apparently he's been convicted to nine months and I was trying to find it because I know he, he denied the abuse. But, man, you know, it's just sickening. And he was trying to claim that the child pornography was already there on his phone. And, and other people in his band had access to his computer. So he has no idea how the child pornography got there. And then some of them on his phone, he also claims he thought they were of age. So there you go. But um, I don't know, man. You know, it's 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 sickening. Um, obviously I think nine months is him getting off easy for something like that because he literally traumatized a girl, an eight year old girl. He traumatized her. Now she's all messed up. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's just a sickening, sickening world that we live in. Um, and that's just one of them. Uh, there was a study now I can honestly give two shits to be honest with you about, this study, but you know, you always find it interesting when you meet new people and you find out what they're into musically. And we do judge people. I mean, nonetheless, we always judge people based on what they listen to. Um, I tend to stay away from people that are country music fans. Not that I have a huge problem with country music, but it's all they want to listen to all the fucking time. And I'm a guy who I listen to hip hop, RIP DMX, by the way. I listen to metal, rock. I listen to some pop. I've listened to disco in the past. Um, you know, 80s new wave. You name it, I've listened to it. But I don't just listen to one genre. I listen to every genre. And willing to give other genres a chance. Uh, country sometimes just isn't one of them. And nonetheless, this study has uh, the music... Uh, trying to figure this out but apparently the study's authors define empathy as the ability to identify predict and respond appropriately to the mental state of others and he found that mellow music like r&b soul adult contemporary soft rock genres tend to empathize more they also found that fans of harsher genres now we're a harsher genre remember that um are more prone to systemizing or logic-based thinking. So metal fans are more logical in their thinking. We're also very systematic. Um, or systemizing, as I should say. And again, like I said, you know, say what you want. I mean, how many people did they study? You know, you got to look at those, the, the uh, sample size. And, you know, you go from there. And, and like I said, I could just really give two shits, you know, about what that study says. 
because you got to study the person and that's you know the the overall thing of it you look at a person you you follow their actions because actions speak louder than words right and their actions certainly speak louder than the music that they listen to you know because i'm not into every John, like, you know, artists in hip hop, but I've met some people that are pretty cool that listen to hip hop. And then I've met people that are complete douchebags that listen to hip hop. Same thing with, with metal and rock music. I've met people that are pretty cool. And then I've met, you know, racist, bigot douchebags that listen to the same genre of music as me. So you got to look at the actions of a person rather than trying to figure out what kind of a person they are based on their music. I mean, that's absolutely fucking ridiculous if you ask me. But whatever, that's their study. I'm not going to get too hot in the collar for it. I'm on a roll today. I don't know why. But, uh, yeah. So this is kind of fucking cool. And I'm not going to lie. I probably won't be buying this. At least not all seven of them. Uh, But apparently Lordy is going to release seven albums on the month of October. Yeah, not one, not two, not three, seven. Okay, that is seven different albums. And the reason they're doing this, if you remember, their last record was called Collection, which was pretty clever, Kill-lection. And apparently it was a fictional greatest hits record of a back catalog that didn't exist. So when COVID happened... Obviously, all these bands have all the time in the world to go and do things. The band decided that they were going to create that back catalog, hence the seven records, right? And they're going to be releasing. So now that back catalog will no longer be fictional. It'll be a reality. And that's what the band did. And I I just think, you know, it's a good marketing ploy. That's for sure. Uh, but you know what? At the same time, it might be cool. And here is what Lordy had to say. Within a week, when the collector was cut short in March 2020, I realized we're going to have to use the sudden extra time somehow. It was clear that it is the time to start planning the new album, even though Collection was re- released not even two months before. I was thinking that the most boring thing we could do after Collection is to do another basic Lordy album. And I was very much enjoying the different styles of songwriting, recording, and production on Collection. But another boring idea would have been to do a part two. Since Collection is a fictional compilation album from a fictional back catalog that doesn't exist, I got the idea that the only thing that could top that is to record and release the fictional back catalog. And until Halloween 2021, the fictional back catalog will no longer be fictional it will actually exist at least for the most part my original idea was to release 10 albums but the label said that is insane but seven is a number they felt that is somewhat sane ha 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 which is kind of weird they're like yeah you know 10 is too much but seven is good enough so there you go so not only are we going to get their 11th but we'll get the 12th 13th 14th 15th 16th and 17th album released in october Definitely, definitely look for that. Uh, speaking of other albums, Soulfly is also wrapping up production on their latest album. And according to an interview on St. Vitus Presents Age of Quarantine, Max Cavalera said it will be hopefully out later this year and it's pretty groovy. 
Here's what he said. It's full on. I think I got. I think it's got kind of like the best of all the years. I think it's a compilation Max Cavalera record of the whole 50 years. That's what it feels like. It's got old stuff. It's got middle stuff. It's got very soul-fi vibes. It's got a lot of groove. It's got a lot of fast stuff. We're in the process of finishing it up right now. Hopefully, it's going to come out this year. So there you go. Look forward to some new Soulfly music as well as Go Ahead and Die. I mean, we should all be looking forward to that as well. And it's just exciting to get new music. It always is. Um, You know what I'm saying? But in the end... 2021 is going to be an exciting year. There's going to be a lot of great albums. That's why I'm looking forward to every episode of Mount's House Records Club to promote these amazing, amazing records that are going to be coming out very, very soon. So that is going to do it right now for rock and metal news. Hopefully you guys have all enjoyed. Not a whole lot of shit going on, you know, other than stuff like DMX passing away and a lot of rock artists, you know, doing some tributes to him. Um, there's just a whole lot of turmoil in the world right now and it just doesn't seem like anything is getting better. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm hearing about shootings, you know, another police officer shooting another person, you know, stuff like that. And, and I know artists out there that, you know, have a gun collection. They support gun rights. Like I just saw DJ Ashba recently posted Um, a video of what he calls his boom, boom room. And according to DJ Ashba, he's been a gun carrying whatever for 40 years. And, you know, a lot of people, there's people that are pissed about it, you know, saying they've lost respect for him because he's a gun owner. And there's a lot of people that aren't, you know, so offended by it. But we're living in an age when, you know, people are offended by everything. And cancel culture is just ruining everything and it's creating this toxic environment and it's the truth. You know what I mean? It's the utmost truth. We do what we do within the con- our constitutional rights. So if somebody wants to be, you know, a gun owner, he has that right. You know, as long as he can pass everything he needs to pass. I know in some states those things don't exist. Um, and that's unfortunate. I'd like to see states like Texas you know, start implementing things like that. A lot of Southern states, not just Texas, but a lot of Southern states, um, because something needs to be done. We need to stop this bullshit that's going on in this world. And people need to start thinking love first before hate. And that's going to be my rant for right now about that, just because it, it is a trying issue. And, you know, and we're all, you know, in this together. You know what I mean? We're getting vaccinated. I got my first vaccination shot. Everybody knows that. I announced it on the last episode. You know, and, and, you know, things are hopefully going for the better, you know, from here on out. You know, I'm waiting for concerts to come back. I'm waiting for some kind of normalcy. But if we keep seeing stuff like this, you know, it's the world just becomes more unnerving. And uh, that's all I got to say. All it took were a couple of lines in this biography I was reading about the band that I chose for this week's Bands You Should Know Artist. One of them. Being from Massachusetts, and the other, if you're a fan of At the Gates, Carcass, Death, Destruction, Entombment, Creator, should have already sold you right now. That's right. I am talking about Massachusetts Death Squad led to the grave. These guys take thrash metal, and they make it, and they play it the way 
that it should be. That's right. Led to the Grave has a brand new single out called Pray for Death. And we're going to play it on the show because these guys are absolutely badass. And you need to follow them. So I'm going to give you a couple of ways to follow these guys, right? First of all, you're going to go to Facebook at facebook.com forward slash led to the grave. And as I said earlier with our unsigned band, you're going to visit their band camp and you're going to support music because all these bands are important. We need music in our lives. Music makes the world go round. Whether you want to bang your head until it absolutely falls off or if you just want to sit back and let all the rage sink in and come out with the absolute brutality that these guys bring. And that's what you're going to do. You're going to go to ledtothegrave.bandcamp.com. Show some support. These guys are releasing this single on May 7th, 2021. And they've got some cool packages that come with this, right? they got cassettes, posters, a pin. It's absolutely awesome. You guys need to check them out. Also, CDs are available as well. And if you go on Bandcamp, right? You can buy the digital album. It's that easy, right? If you like streaming, hey, if that's your thing. But like I said, these guys are absolutely badass. The minute I heard the track Pray for Death, I absolutely knew that this was a band that I was going to play on the show. It is Death Thrash, the way that it's supposed to be played, in your face, and just absolutely brutal, unrelenting one of my favorite words right there it's just total chaos and destruction all in one track so without further ado here is led to the grave on pedal to the metal radio the podcast and as always i will see you guys next week for the next episode most people live like animals and behave like animals violent territorial 